But you want to have your space available to you to feel really comfortable so that you're not self-conscious at all if you're doing this alone. If you're doing it in a group setting, then just preparing yourself to know that this is a group experience and that anything that you experience is going to only help the group, whether it's triggering or whether it's empowering. However, the other people in the group react to your sounds, your breathing, your primal sounding is perfect. It's mystical how groups come together. And there's a reason that certain groups come together and certain people come together at certain timings. So if you're doing this mountain breath work infused with Reiki in a group, see if you can surrender to the experience of whatever happens in your environment and really just allow yourself to know that it's all whatever's happening within you and whatever's happening around you for you. Again, whether it's triggering, whether it's upsetting, whether it's frustrating or angering, or whether it's really comforting. There's this thing that's like a domino effect that happens when we breathe in groups. And sometimes this is on Zoom as well because we all are connected energetically if we're on Zoom. There's this domino effect of one person's healing, one person's release, one person's liberating themselves and getting out of their own way is permission. And energetically, that release creates a release and a permission within everyone else that they're connected to. Even if you're having your breathwork infused with Reiki session on your own, everyone that you're connected to in your life, in your world, which is everyone, because we're all connected, we're all drops or waves of the same ocean. We're all just water. It looks like we're separate, but we're always connected energetically. When you, even on your own, have a mountain breathwork infused with Reiki session, you are giving permission to, and you are encouraging healing and raising the vibration for everyone else's liberation and healing. So it is such a courageous act. It is such an incredibly generous act when we prioritize our breath when we prioritize ourselves dropping in and taking care of our emotions. It feels like because of the conditioning of our society, parents, media, whatever you want to attribute it to, that it's selfish sometimes to stop and take time for ourselves and do something like this. And it's the opposite. Truly in spirit, we all know the truth. And then we can drop that truth down into our body that actually, and you can feel it when you finish anything that's providing nourishment for your soul, you can feel at the end of that experience that you've done something good for the planet. You can feel it in your body. You can feel it in your bones, your spirit, your soul. This is one of those nourishing soul experiences. And this is also an experience that you're in control of, meaning that you can go at the pace that feels right to you, that you are your highest authority. So that means that you can pick up the pace at any time and you can stay with your breath and stay with your process and find your rhythm and drop into your body and trust your body and just give yourself the experience that you're ready and wanting to have. And it also means that if at any point it feels like it's not what you're wanting in that moment, you're in control and you can always back off and just breathe normally 
and it will always even out. You get to be in control of it. You get to be your own highest authority. And at the end of the day, all we're doing is laying down and breathing. Normally, we just unconsciously are breathing, maybe a slightly shallow breath. But in this experience, we're going to be laying down and consciously breathing, consciously connecting our breath, being aware of the breath, and then eventually allowing the breath to do the work for you. Allowing the breath to do the work for you is a process of practicing. So it doesn't always come right away in the first session. It might take a few sessions to get to that place where you feel like you're really able to allow the body to kind of do itself. Just like if you were learning how to drive a car or ride a bike for the first time, you're very aware of everything you're doing, of where you're placing your arm and where you're placing your foot. But eventually, it starts to do itself, it starts to become more automatic. It's extra powerful to have a session of anything that you're doing healing wise or in life, but particularly with this mountain breath or confused with Reiki session, it's really powerful to have an intention of what are you wanting to feel? Whatever that is for you, trust, clarity, feeling so on purpose, feeling in rhythm with the universe, feeling expanded, more confident, safer, more dropped into the heart, whatever. It could be anything that you're wanting to feel, just to feel better, to feel peace. All of these things are available to us. Whatever that intention is, it could be really specific, more than just one word. It could be like, I would like to have this particular project feel good be successful. I'd like to let go of this particular thing. Like I'm going to do some mother healing or I'd like to do some father healing. I'd like to heal the sister wound. So whatever that is for you, that intention will be something that will guide your experience, knowing that this experience of the breath is going to birth that into being more for you. And you can let it, when you have these moments of resistance or going into unconsciousness energy or feeling like you can't stay with your process, you can come back to your intention. What was my intention? And let it pull you through. In terms of preparing your space, it's great if you can have a comfortable space to lay down. So either on the floor where you can really spread out on top of a yoga mat perhaps, or just some blankets and have some blankets with you because temperatures can fluctuate. Like when you get a massage, your body temperature lowers. Same with this type of experience, your body temperature can either lower or you can actually get quite hot and it can vacillate between the two. So have blankets with you so that you can feel cozy or you can be in your bed or anywhere that you can comfortably spread out and do a snow angel in terms of how much space that you have to feel completely expanded and expressed in these moments. Ideally, you're not in a chair, you're not sitting up, but some people do breathwork sitting up. You just have to be aware of how you're feeling. And if you ever start to feel like I need to give this to myself in a deeper way, then I would encourage you to fully lay down if you can. I have had people do this in an office even where there wasn't a lot of space. So work with what you have. I would also encourage you if you have a noise machine just outside of the door. And I would encourage you to prepare anyone that's around you. 
you don't have to walk on every person's path and explain to them. But if there's people in your life that are nearby, you can make a joke and say, hey, I'm just going to be going and doing some crying and screaming. It's just a way of creating some levity around giving yourself that safe space so that you can, if you want to, make some really loud noises if you ever want to during your process. And so that you can feel like if you wanted to cry, you can cry and no one's going to be wondering if you're okay. In terms of permission and not feeling self-conscious is thinking about this as your sports game. When you go to a sports game, people are making all sorts of crazy noises the whole time. And we are not judging that. We're like, yeah, that's what you do. And it's totally acceptable. It's encouraged. So think of this as your sports arena, your little sports arena, and you get to be the player, but you also get to be the cheerleader. You get to be the crowd and you get to make whatever noises that you need to feel liberated. I'm talking a lot about noises. What do I mean? When we get to the primal sounding, there is this opportunity to allow yourself to get primal to allow yourself to fully drop into the primal aspect of your body as the instrument that it is, and to let any of the sounds you can make be released and to flow out. We're gonna use the body as instrument that it is and create vibration in the body so that this vibration can actually clean and clear any energies that are stuck or stored in the body. So it could be little trauma, it could be big trauma. It could also just be energies that you've picked up throughout your day or your week or your year or your lifetime or even past lives. And here's the thing, you don't have to know what it is. It doesn't have to be analyzed. It doesn't need to be what's the root of this. And it doesn't actually have to make any sense. I actually encourage you when the logic brain is going to try and kick in, and the ego is going to try and control and keep us small in quotes safe, that we're actually going to override that ego and override that logic brain and override the people pleaser that's going to want to say other people's experience is more valid or more of a priority than this healing right now. So we're going to override all of that. It's an opportunity to allow your inner child to have a voice. If there's something that needs expressing, it might be a low guttural rebirthing sound. (sighs) It might be uh, a Kriya, like a cry of the soul. And you can do this into a pillow if you want to. And it might be, (sighs) it might be any number of interesting sounds and you can surprise yourself. I encourage you to surprise yourself and you can use a pillow or if you're on a bed, you can turn over gently and smush your face into the mattress and find within yourself what feels good. It's not going to necessarily make any sense, but I will be guiding you and encouraging you when we get there. I'll guide you through the whole process and I'll do it with you. I don't like to scream in your ear too much, but I will do a little bit of it with you. Like a coach in those moments of the primal sounding, I'll be like, come on, don't talk yourself out of it. Let's go. You got this because it can be very challenging for people to give themselves that permission. 
especially if they, as a child, were not supposed to make loud noises, if they were not supposed to express themselves, or any kind of situations that you've had that have conditioned you to feel like you have to not make a sound and just hold tight or push it down, or I don't even know what I'm feeling, but I'm not going to express it because it's dangerous. There's so many valid reasons for that. But in this moment, I'll be there as your coach to really help you to let it all go. And it's sort of like when you have road rage, those moments are where you're giving yourself permission to let it out because you're in your car, you're alone. These triggers come up and then all of a sudden it's, oh, there it is. There's those feelings that are just bubbling up that I haven't processed. So here's the safe space to process whatever needs to be processed. We are taking in so much audially, visually, physically, mentally, emotionally, all day long, especially if you're a sensitive person, especially if you're a healer, especially if you're an empath. So there's even more of a reason that you are going to want to liberate yourself. And then everyone around us actually really, really, really benefits. And then the ultimate, this is the experience I had, is that I then got to feel safe for myself. And feeling safe for oneself is the greatest gift I think I've ever given myself and the greatest gift I've ever given the people around me. Because when I know that I can regulate my nervous system and I can give myself somatic support, I then know that everyone in my environment gets to feel good and safe around me to be themselves to be all of themselves to not have to be on edge is she going to be okay is she going to be triggered i can continuously this is a practice give this to myself this nervous system regulation i can then provide that for my children more easily more regularly i can provide that most importantly for myself again And I can provide that for my parents, elders that you care for, coworkers, bosses, employees, people out in the world. I can provide that for them. If we could each just take care of regulating our own nervous system, the whole world would find peace. If we just did that, just that, the whole world would be able to express themselves in a joyful, peaceful way. What an amazing world that would be if we were all regulated. It really comes down to we've learned that it's the body. The body keeps the score. So the body holds all the little and big trauma and all the triggers and all the dysregulation. So whenever we're excited or scared or any emotion on the spectrum, the body's holding it, whether we like it or not. So when you regularly or even one time can be a huge benefit. It can be one hour of nervous system regulation of this mountain breath work infused with Reiki can be the equivalent of 10 years of therapy. The ability to have the type of deep somatic body release because you can talk and talk and talk and talk. And at the end of the day, it's not necessarily going to move the needle in a big way. It might move it a little bit, but it's not going to move it to the degree and to the extent of whatever is in the body getting to actually be released. We don't have to know how or why. You have that space, that safe space. You've provided it for yourself. You've told people around you what you're doing. You've 
gotten your blankets water because you might get thirsty afterwards as you integrate because you're having a healing. And then it's really important to give yourself the opportunity to be supported by a facilitator, especially the first 10 sessions, to have someone holding space with you, for you, guiding you. There's that initial clearing, that initial not understanding what the process is, that initial just needing to be a little bit more held, a little bit more guided. And then after those 10 sessions, you can just have your own use the Sage and Blush membership library. There's hundreds of recordings and in your own timing, give yourself a mountain breath or confused with Reiki session. People have reported that those sessions and myself included are absolutely life changing. And in addition to that, there's nothing that replaces being held energetically, being seen, being understood, having that unconditional love Reiki energy there for you with a facilitator. It's just the most absolutely powerful thing. It's one of the best feelings I've ever felt is being facilitated for, is having a breathwork session with someone holding space for me. It's one of the absolute best feelings in the whole world. So I encourage you to come to class or book a private or book a group session for yourself. You don't want to actually have a pillow under your head. You want that to be relatively flat so that the air can flow with no restriction. Legs are uncrossed, channels are open. We're going to breathe in and out of the mouth, letting the breath do the work. It's a big, soft, deep pelvic belly breath. 80% of the breath is going to come in through the belly rising, rising like a Pillsbury Doughboy. You can even put your hands on your belly and feel your belly rise up. It needs to rise. Then you're going to continue to let the breath come in through the chest. Belly is going to be belly. And then you continue with the breath, letting the breath into the chest. There does not have to be a delineation between belly and chest. There's no stopping and pausing. I'm just showing it to you now. 80% filling up the belly, 20% filling up the chest, and then a soft exhale. It's not a forceful push of an exhale, like, right? And it's also not a really, 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 really long, controlled, drawn out exhale. It's just a soft, to release. There's so many different types of breath work. This is a triactive breath. So it's belly first, then chest, then soft exhale. So you might hear a little sound as you breathe out. You can even as you're going sigh on the out breath if it feels good. Right? The point is to have that breath be connected the whole time. As soon as you release the whole breath, you go straight back into filling up the belly again. So belly, chest, exhale, belly. And you'll hear me saying this and guiding you through the whole time. The keys here are to allow yourself to open, open your heart, your mind, your spirit, your soul, open to the breath to receive, to receive the blessings, the miracles, to receive the breath and to surrender the breath and surrender whatever is not serving you. And you don't even have to know what that is. The breath is going to do the work for you of surrendering what's not serving you. You do not have to get all up in your head about doing it correctly, doing it perfectly, doing it right, trying to please anyone. 
just know that this is a simple breath and it'll take time to get used to it. And as you start to do the breath, you may feel like you're up in your head. And if you do, if you're like, oh, am I doing it right? And you're having all these different thoughts about the technique of it, that's okay. Just give yourself that grace, that's okay. Give yourself that space, it's okay. And then just keep returning back to the breath. If you end up needing to cry, and you cry, say, the whole time, the whole hour. You don't do any of the real active breathing because you're just releasing. That's okay. This is your time and space. That must be what you're needing if that's what happens. If you start laughing at any point uncontrollably because this brings up some memory for you or brings up a sense of release and excitement and joy for you, whatever that is, great. If you're in a group setting, Wonderful, because then everyone gets to have the experience of that release. If you start moaning, toning, groaning, sounding, screaming, if you're alone into your pillow, right? Or if you're in a group into your pillow, great. This is about release and freedom and expression and being all of you and releasing what's not serving you. So that must be what you're needing. You could be like, uh, if you feel some resistance. Just know that if you start to do a lot of sounding, toning, moaning, groaning, and you're doing it the whole time, you might be avoiding doing the actual triactive breath. And so give yourself the opportunity to come back to the breath, to see if you can be a little bit disciplined with coming back to the breath, because it can be really attractive to just start doing a different thing by expressing the whole time. You're your highest authority. If you're pregnant or you have asthma and this doesn't feel like the right practice for you or you're really not feeling well, you're sick, but you still want to be in this experience, go ahead and just allow yourself to breathe how you want to breathe and receive the unconditional love Reiki energy. So all of the sessions are always infused with this unconditional love, this natural system of energetic healing. You're always going to be getting that at a base level. So just enjoy, just enjoying the lyrical music and enjoying the energy of that unconditional love. That's okay too. If you do that every single time, I would encourage you to really try to be disciplined with coming back to the belly chest exhale. See if you can let go of comparisons to other classes, other experiences, and know that this is going to be a unique experience for you. And not only that, if you come a lot, every single time it's going to be different depending on what your body, soul, mind, spirit are needing in that moment. Because we're always different. We're always growing. We're always changing. And then expectations of yourself. See if you can let yourself off the hook of how it should be, how you think you should feel, what the experience should look like, so that you can open to the magic and the miracles of what's actually present for you, what you're actually ready for, and allow yourself to go on that beautiful, mystical, magical ride. There will be a pace and a rhythm to the lyrical music. We'll start slow, And then we'll build and we'll build and we'll build and we'll get to our primal sounding. Then we'll have a freestyle song after the primal sounding where you can throw your arms in the air or throw your legs in the air or shake it out or get into your butt. Just stretch. You can rest if you need to rest because you might feel tired after the primal sounding potentially. Or you can just breathe, do the triactive breath. That's yours all to do with whatever you want. Again, I'll guide you through all of this. Then we will have a shavasana, a rest and receive, a rest and digest portion. 
This is where you'll switch and I'll guide you through all of this to nose breathing, just in and out of your nose if you can. I'll write a poem during the Shavasana. I'll read it to you. I'll stop the recording if we're in Zoom. And then if you feel called, no pressure, but if you feel called to share, sometimes the shares can be really beautiful for not only yourself to process what just happened in your body and in your whole experience, but it also can be really helpful for other people to hear what your experience was because they can relate or they can grow or learn from it. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, sacred experience. And people at the end just feel some of the most blissful, lovely experiences that they've ever, ever felt. They just feel so themselves. They feel so seen. They feel so dropped in. They feel so expanded. They feel so in rhythm with the universe. They feel so clear about their purpose. They feel so brave. They feel so much courage. Whatever has been weighing down on them, it gets to be released. You get all that self-love and compassion. I can't say enough positive good things about why I'm absolutely in love with this process. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to be a safe space for you to have whatever you're ready for, whatever you're wanting and needing, whatever it is in that moment. Please reach out to me if you have questions on Instagram at Siri Baruch Thornton. You can reach out on Facebook if we're on Facebook together. You can email me Siri at sageandblushwellness.com. You can go on to sageandblushwellness.com and there's a way to contact me through email there, all the ways. So I look forward to answering any questions that you have. I look forward to holding space for you. I can't wait for you to give this opportunity to yourself and hopefully on a consistent basis so you can really see it change your life. Loving you. See you in class.